0: Today's show is going to have a little bit of a different twist, but it definitely ties into estate planning, wealth transfer, and real wealth is not about money. It's about passing on values, passing on vision. Today, a lot of us really struggle in communicating with younger adults, specifically the millennials. I was at a seminar a while back, and they talked about the millennials were the first generation that was born where there was always personal computers. Here, we're supposed to be so well-connected these days with Google and Facebook and LinkedIn and we got all these tools to be connected. But are we really truly connected? I have a couple millennial adults that just graduated from college and we had a graduation party at our house and we had a campfire and a lot of their friends were sitting around the fire and they weren't talking to each other. They were talking to the friends that weren't there by text messaging. They all had their faces down by the phone. It was like a discussion sometimes with a group. You have what we call the 20-minute lull while look around, nobody's talking to each other. They're all texting to see what they're missing outside. I think a lot of millennials are missing purpose in life. They're used to instant gratification. They've got kind of a false self-esteem because they got all these participation awards. It's not based on results. And I think a lot of them, all of a sudden they go through this whole system where they don't have any interpersonal relationships. They're not connected with anybody because of all these tools and video games. And they have this thing that just by being there, they should get rewarded because that's what they've gotten all through school. And all of a sudden they're tossed into real life and they're just not prepared for the realities of life. And I know a lot of parents and kids, they struggle to communicate. And one of the things we see in Wealth Trans for how much of that wealth actually lasts because the kids aren't prepared to handle it. They don't know what they should be doing. And I look at a family like the Rothschilds where they've passed on wealth from generation to generation and they have family meetings every year. They have what they call the family bank where they each come and contribute and make deposits to the bank of what was gonna help the family from an influence standpoint, from a financial standpoint, from a purpose standpoint. And then you look at the Vanderbilts, one of the richest families and within three generations, They were broke, not a millionaire among their descendants. How do we bridge this gap? I met this guest on an airplane ride coming back from a business trip and we just happened to start talking about different things. Turns out he counsels a lot of these youth and helping them find purpose. And I gotta tell you, my initial reaction with counselors and stuff, I hate to say this, but I thought a lot of them are a bunch of quacks, but I met Brian and he talked about how he focuses on kids' strengths and building bridges and building the communication. And I'll tell you, I'm all about that. And I was very intrigued by the way he does his counseling to help families. So today we have with us Brian Flynn. He's a counselor, a coach, and he offers supportive services in the Milwaukee area, but these things are transferable anywhere. Brian, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Jim. I started out the show by talking about how we're more connected than ever, but we're probably more disconnected than ever. Do you find that to be true?
1: I do, Jim. There is a real lack of authenticity. Many of the young adults that you're talking about are turning to false idols and false
0: scenarios
1: that give them this false sense of self-worth.
0: Yeah, and that ends up being kind of empty because one thing we see now, I talk to people across the country and they're kind of surprised that there's a heroin epidemic in their area and they don't realize it's everywhere in America right now. It's probably one of the worst things. Heroin is cheap. It's an unbelievably powerful drug and we find more and more of our young adults and teenagers are getting caught up in this stuff. They're just not prepared and when they get tossed into the real world with some of these false sense of security, all of a sudden they find out the world isn't as rosy as it might have been growing up. And there isn't instant gratification. You don't just push a button on a video game and get the results you want in the real world. So I think it's got to be tough for those kids.
1: Very true, Jim, and when these young adults turn to drugs, the consequences can be devastating. Part of this devastation is that these drugs give these kids a false sense of self-esteem, a false sense of self-worth, a false sense of belonging. Jim, one of the things that I hope to be a part of is meeting these young adults where they're at to help focus on their strengths and bring them back to a more authentic experience so that we can prevent the disease desire and the need to turn to these false senses of fulfillment.
0: Now one of the things I see and I just gotta add to this too is a lack of purpose. I belong to a charitable foundation that I'm very involved with. We were at a fundraiser and we were talking about this. This charitable organization is made up of financial advisors throughout the country. And I gotta say the average age of a contributor is probably about 65 or 70. When we talk to the younger members, they're disconnected they're not giving to charity. And I was at an auction for my high school and the vast majority of people there were over 50. I was talking to another client of mine that serves on a foundation board. They said the same thing. Their average contributors in their 60s. So one other thing that is really critical right now is you know, for these charities and these worthy causes, a lot of these kids are a little bit self-absorbed. They're not thinking outside the box. They don't have purpose of who they're gonna help. And I think charities, Not only are families in trouble, but charities and worthy causes that we all care about are in trouble if we don't get young people engaged in things that are meaningful.
1: Jim, that's so true. One of the things that I'm involved in right now is developing social groups for young adults who have this uncanny obsession with media and Facebook and the internet, instead of engaging young adults in those types of media, we are bringing it back to more authentic experience, like finding organizations where kids can volunteer, finding projects these kids can work on together to build something, bringing these kids back to nature so that they can see value in real life situations.
0: All right. Well, we've talked a lot about the problem. Let's focus more on the solutions, but we're going to take a short break. So when we come back, let's talk about things families can do to start bridging that gap and the tools and techniques that you're using as a counselor to help these kids and help these families. Because let's face it, when we come to financial and estate planning and all that, we got all the money. It doesn't matter if we're not happy and it doesn't matter if our kids end up not benefiting from what we work so hard to put together because we haven't taken the time to build that relationship with our kids to be good stewards with that wealth so please stay tuned
1: I'm Leslie Bibb everything changed the day my mother received the awful call that there had been an accident and my father hadn't survived suddenly she was faced with having to raise four girls on her own but my mom's burden was lessened by my dad's thoughtfulness his life insurance kept her family together and enabled us to carry on My father loved us
0: enough to expect the unexpected. Learn more at lifehappens.org, a public service message from the nonprofit Life Foundation. Welcome back as we continue to visit with Brian Flynn, who's a counselor coach and offers supportive services to young adults. He has a different perspective than the average counselor, where a lot of counselors like to treat the problems. And we did a very good job of talking about some of the problems before the break. But how do you create solutions? Because I know right now, even in my own family, when we try to talk to young adults, they do a really good job of tuning out. So, what are you telling kids and parents? How are you counseling them? them to bridge that gap and create those open lines of communication so they can start building a meaningful relationship.
1: I could tell you a story, Jim. Several years ago, I was referred to a young man who was nonverbal. I spent three or four sessions with this young man who didn't say one word to me, but he kept meeting me. I was trying to figure out how do I reach this young man. It turns out he likes Connect 4. I'm telling you, Jim, we played Connect 4 for two or three weeks. And then three weeks later, the kid opened up to me and he started talking to me about the different adversities he was faced with. He started talking to me about the problems he was having with the family. Two weeks after that, I'm in his home meeting with his mother, father, brother, sister, and him. Together, we started to create an alliance. We started to focus on each other's individual strengths. We started to see how these strengths have helped us overcome adversities in the past, and we started talking about how we could use those today to get, past the adversities that were facing them at the present moment. Soon after, the alliance continued to grow. Grandparents became involved. I was at the young man's school meeting with his teachers, and one of the things that kept them coming back was that I never focused on the negative. I always focused on the positive qualities that I could clearly see in these young adults, well, in this particular young man's life, and the qualities that were in his family members and family dynamic. One of One of the things that I think I'm real good at, Jim, is identifying strengths. This comes in handy when the young adults today cannot see these. I'm finding that the family members and families are also struggling today identifying their strengths. So, one of the things that really works bringing families together and helping strengthen the bond is if we decide to move forward together with mindfulness of what is working in this family dynamic.
0: So in other words, Brian, I think people a lot of times have a tendency to be blinded by the negatives and focus on the negatives. And if you look at our news media today, I always tell people, I mean, man, if you just bought into everything the news media said, the sky is falling, the world's being destroyed, and everything's going to be terrible, try to find positive news today. And then you look at the paparazzi and all these reality shows. It's all focusing on their shortcomings and they're making fools of themselves or whatever it might be, trying to catch the celebrities in an awkward awkward moment. I mean, it's all about negative, 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 negative. So it's got to be challenging to find those positives to focus on them.
1: And what you're talking about, Jim, is the interest that these young adults are having today. They're interested in all the stuff that you're talking about. Well, my question is, what are their true interests? Are they interested in becoming a doctor? Are they interested in becoming a lawyer? Are these dreams that they have that they've just let go because they're obsessed with the media or distracted by these other factors in life that are pulling them further and further away from themselves? I think, Jim, you talked earlier about passing on the legacy when we can really identify who we are and get in touch with that and then share that with our families and strengthen the bond that exists with our families that's when we can pass the legacy on and that's when the legacy will continue it will continue to be prosperous and it will continue to manifest but it's really only when we strengthen healthy relationships with ourselves and with our families I really try to do this by identifying strengths and really trying to find out what are young adults' true interests.
0: I just had a board meeting. It was a big topic. How do we deal with the millennials? And we're all struggling with our kids. It's not something that's only a few families. I think not enough people are talking about it. We all just kind of figure, well, maybe there's an odd duck or maybe that family member, I guess you just can't help them. But there's so many of these kids that don't have those interpersonal relationships. They don't have the communication skills. The families aren't equipped to deal with it themselves. So for those that are listening out there that are probably struggling with the same thing because I know we are I know a lot of my clients share this. When the conversation comes to young adults, everybody just kind of throws their hands up in the air and says, what can we do to help these kids? So tell us, Brian, what are some of the resources that are available? I know you mentioned offline a couple national resources, and obviously people could get in touch with you as well. Can you share some of those resources people can get help with?
1: One alliance on the national level, Jim, is the National Alliance for Mental Illness. This alliance can offer feedback to families and young adults who are faced with different behavioral and physical challenges. Their number is 1-800-950-NAMI. Another program and agency that offers supportive services to the population that we're talking about, Jim, is Harrigan Development Supportive Services. They're out of Ozaki, and their phone number is area code
0: 262-853-5569. We were talking about this mental illness. People think of that as people you're going to lock up and that kind of thing. When you think about mental illness, it's really people that are struggling emotionally, that they're suffering from depression and things like that, where they don't have necessarily the positive outlook and the vision and everything else. So to some degree, I think most people suffer from some degree of mental illness, but as we've been talking about in this program, the young adults are really struggling. A lot of them are suffering from this. So check it out, get some resources, and find out what tools and resources are available. Brian, you talk about Align and bridges. The first step is if you realize there's a problem, you got to reach out and get some help.
1: We have to start talking about this, Jim.
0: I like to think of mental
1: illness rather as mental health. How's my mental health? How's our mental health? We can always get stronger. We can always get better. And that's kind of how I think about things in regards to quote unquote mental illness. Another thing I just have to say, Jim, is that you asked about what solutions do we use to face some of these adversities. And really, we need to start talking. We need to start getting together as families and talking and hearing what other family members have to say hearing what grandma has to say, hearing what sister has to say, hearing everybody's take. And I think once we start to come together, Jim, as a family, that's when we can really start to move forward and really start to tap into our success and tap into our innate success.
0: That was awesome, Brian. So the glass is half full. It's not half empty. And what can we do to fill that glass? Lastly, what I want to do, Brian, is this has been awesome. I've been very impressed because you take a positive approach to things and you search for a solution. It's not focusing on the problem. Obviously, we have problems that need to be fixed, but let's focus on how we fix those problems. So if someone wanted to reach out for help from you, Brian, how do they get a hold of you?
1: They can contact me at area code 414-305-8283. I'd be happy to take their call. I look forward to hearing from them, Jim.
0: Thanks for joining us this week and tune in again next week as we explore another phase of the Real Wealth process. And remember, if anything you heard in today's show you'd like to get more information about, contact your Real Wealth advisor. Also, if you feel that any of this information will be helpful to a friend or family member, just click the Forward to a Friend button.